Hey, 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 how y'all doing this? <laughs> Terrence, I'm y'all host tonight, Code Four with the guys. I got my man, my cousin, Keith, with me tonight. How you feeling, Keith? I'm doing good, bro. Did you just say I got your man, Terrence, and then kind of didn't say anything after you said cover four? No, nah, I say I got my man's keys, my cousin. Oh, dude. okay. All right. <laughs> it sounded like you didn't really say that. It's not like you was like, uh <laughs> nah, y'all know they, they know how we rocking with the cousins pod out here, man. They know how we rocking, got the chemistry going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Doing good though. Doing good. Got that first and ten news segment going right now. So first question of the night. Should TJ Watt be considered in the MVP race? What are yeah, your thoughts on that? Definitely, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off, but definitely that man. I'm pretty sure he's missed a game. He's missed two, I think. Yeah, he's missed two games. Bro, ridiculous. And he's a Steelers fan, so it's even more – I mean, he's a Steelers player, so it's even more annoying. But, yes, he should – if he don't get defensive player this year or MVP, something's wrong. Because last year, I get why he didn't get defensive player. I think Aaron Donald got it again, didn't he? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah, I think Aaron squeaked him out. But this year, if he doesn't get it, there's something wrong. Like, there is – Less game still make, and he's the reason why that defense is the way it is, honestly. Like, honestly. uh, hey, Hayward, the veteran, I think he's an end, he's great, like, he plays great when everybody's not there, like, he's a stable piece in that defense, and he can be disruptive. He's like another Cam Jordan, they can be disruptive on their own, yeah. but the whole defense coming together as a whole, it benefits with TJ Watt. He, oh, makes that, he makes that whole thing go. I think Fitzpatrick is good, but if it's just Fitzpatrick and Cam Jordan. Or, I mean, not Cam Jordan, Cam uh, Hayward. Yeah. Cam Hayward, they could teams could get by them with just them two. I think yeah. TJ Watt is that piece that throws them over the top. He's relentless. It's crazy. Definitely. He, he's definitely that big name guy, I feel like, on that defense that, um, you know, when it's time to make a play, everybody looking at him like, I mean, it's your time to shine right here. Um, I mean, I think he's going to definitely earn every penny that he's, you know, going to earn in his career for sure from the looks of it uh, this early on. Um, and honestly, he's – honestly, you could say a reason that they've won some of the games that they have won. If you take a look at some of the, you know, close games that they've been in, um, considering, you know, the offense is a little uh, – and, you know, for the most part, the reason that they're winning these games is defensively in T.J. Watt leading the charge over there on, on that end. Can't even lie about that one, so – Another big news here, and <laughs> they're not getting enough credit, honestly, in my opinion. So you got the Lions get their first win against the Vikings. How do you feel about that? I don't know what defense the Lions or the Vikings were running, but oh my God, I don't know what they got going on. If, <laughs> if I'm the Lions, I'm ecstatic. My uh, One of my favorite rappers, Peasy from Detroit. Dropped a little song, but I wish I had it clipped up. He dropped a little song about they win. But, I mean, it's big for the city, I feel like, because they don't win much, so, like, and they know they're bad. But getting wins, I think Dan Campbell got those dudes playing. It looks like they they love playing for them. Like, you know, every game they, they try and they damn hardest to win. Like, it don't look like they're just going out there. It looks like, like he has them going and they want to play for them. So it's a good sight to see. If I'm Minnesota, on the other hand, and they threw that touchdown off whatever bullshit defense y'all was trying to run. I would, I don't even know what you can do to fix that team because their team is like line problems, corner problems, maybe even linebackers problems outside of Eric Kendricks. It's looking uh, like a whole problem at this point. Yeah. To keep it real with you. I don't know. The only thing you can do is it sounds crazy, but I'd sell everybody. Like, cause I don't, there's no way you can move one piece 
and then acquired her into the draft, and I feel like fixed that problem there. Like, I don't think – if that's the case, that you could just move pieces through the draft and fix the problem, the Lions would be fucking good. That's a fact. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy to me to, to think, because even that man that you got on the wall behind you, Jay Jettis, um, man, I just feel for him because the man is balling. Like, he's balling with Kirk Cousins, right? And if you – Okay, yeah, we're without Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, you know, sprained his ankle. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at it like, okay, this Minnesota Vikings team versus this Detroit Lions team, ain't no way in hell you're going to tell me the Lions beat the Vikings. Like, I would have a million times over bet on the Vikings for the, to win this game. Oh, for um, sure. And it's crazy to say, even like I said, without Dalvin Cook, I mean, it's just crazy that their first win has to come against the Vikings. And it just goes to show everything that we've been saying about the Vikings all season. And, you know, coming into the season is just, you know, the Kirk Cousins, the whole <laughs> everything surrounding him. You got him, what, last week lining up behind the, the guard. Now, this week, you're losing to the Lions. Like, come on, brother. Come on. You know, you know, the crazy thing is, though, it ain't Kirk fault. Like, as much as I get on Kirk Cousins, I do get on. Not as bad as Nick get on Matt Ryan. <laughs> but I get on Kirk because I feel like he is overly paid. He's putting up good numbers. He ain't getting no shine for MVP because they ain't winning no damn games. That's the problem. And he, he get paid too damn much. But the problem is, like, he is playing good, but they just ain't winning games. So it's like, well, damn, bro. Like, And they have those years with the Diggs miracle against the Saints and different things like that where they've gotten far in the playoffs before. Yeah, that's true. And consider, and then he didn't make it. So it's now it's like, well, damn, like what like I don't know how you fix that team. Yes, they do need a new coach. Yes, they need a new quarterback. Or they I don't even know if you need a new quarterback. Maybe you do need a new quarterback because you pay him too much. But maybe if you had an offensive line that was better and some corners, he could possibly a better defense. Make, yeah, he could possibly make that do. But like I just I don't know. Like to me, I would just if I was the bikes, I'd trade damn near everybody and not build through the draft, take some low cap players on like rookie deals or just yeah. small cap hits. I'm sending everybody everywhere. And it's crazy because Justin Jefferson, I can see it now. He's gonna be stuck there. And ain't nothing gonna I feel change. bad for him too. And it's crazy because you, you can even look at teams like we thought coming to the season, like uh Cincinnati Bengals, who, you know, we're like, oh, defensively, they're not gonna be that good. And and then coming to the season, it's like well, well, what just happened? You know, and they got a bunch of veteran guys and, you know, mixed with a, a bunch of young guys and didn't have to do much to you know, get that team to the level that they're playing this year. Got a young receiver. It's Joe Mixon has been – exactly. Joe Mixon has been a guy that's been a stable for them as well. Um, but then, you know, T. Higgins. So you got him him developing as well. And you got Tyler Boyd. Um, I mean, they got some – they got a lot of talent. And I feel like – in a sense, it's kind of – I feel like Minnesota has to do something. Like, they got to bring in some veteran guys on that defense. Offensively, they have everything that they need to win games, but it's just – I don't know. I don't – I'm not going to say it's Kirk Cousins because, like you said, he puts up the numbers, but they're not winning. They're not putting up, like, great – they're not, like, scoring a bunch of points either, though. But it's like, okay, well, you put up all of these numbers, but then you only got, oh, 19 points to show for it. It's just a shame, bro, like – I don't even know if they can afford to spend money either in the offseason. Like, I don't look at their cap that much. But if I had to figure, they probably can't because they just – Thielen's getting paid. 
They Kurt's getting paid. Dalvin just got paid what last offseason. Uh Eric Kendricks, I'm pretty sure, is getting paid. They just re or restructured Harrison uh, Smith. He, he deserves it. Yeah, he, he deserves does. it. Yeah, he does. And then you got Daniil Hunter. He got he got a deal. So it's like I don't like you either have to come up off these big deals, and Harrison Smith ain't going nowhere. You could honestly, they could have moved out and Thielen this year. Like we put in for him. A I mean, they still honestly could. You look at it, Justin Jefferson proves he can be a number one receiver. And then yeah. I mean especially with Dalvin Cook, that's the other that y'all exactly. got a number one running back. The number two Ir- is solid too. Yeah, you got Irv Smith uh Jr. He's out for the year, but he's he was promising tight end. He's still gonna yeah. be there next year. So I mean, maybe you could move off Thielen. And I don't but because I'm not moving off Harrison Smith. It's apparent you're gonna let him retire there. So I don't think they're yeah, moving for off sure. him. Maybe you move Daniel Hunter. Like you tr- you and he's a defensive end, so people are gonna want him. He's a he's a disruptor. Yeah, you you're gonna miss that piece on defense, but maybe you can coop something, dump some cap, and trade him and Adam Thielen. That's the only thing I guess. Because let's be honest, nobody's take Kirk Cousins' contract. Dalvin ain't going nowhere, and uh, they're not trading Harrison Smith for Eric Kendricks. So yeah, for sure. I mean, those- yeah, they, they definitely got to make some moves. They got a bunch of decisions to make for sure this offseason. Um, and like you said, that it might be interesting to see with uh, Adam Thielen. He potentially might be someone that does might get dealt. Maybe. He's sneaky good, bro. If he, he does is. get dealt, boy, I feel like people sleep on him. He's like, I don't know who to compare him to. I don't know. He ain't really got a comparison, but he is smooth, bro. Yeah, like, he's nice. He's fast too. He runs like a four-four, four-three. A technician in the slot, bro. Yeah, and he's he's older. He's like thirty, I think. He gets good open. hands, physical. Yeah. And he gets his releases. It's crazy. You don't think he would get that much separation off the release? Yeah. He nice. gets that. And I don't even think he's necessarily that fast. Like, he's fast for how no. old he is. But I don't he know. run like a 4-4 four, 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 three. Oh, he do? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so you, you add he that off, off the release, too? Boy, off the off the release, off when people try to press him, which is stupid. That's why people forget the issue that Justin Jefferson had coming out was his release off press, like when yeah. someone pressed him. You set that man to the perfect person to help him be depressed. Yeah, Adam Thielen destroys stuff. Yeah, bro, Adam <laughs> Thielen destroys people in the press, and then you lied him up with a receiver that needed help when he got drafted to start beating people off the press. If that ain't fucking crazy, bro, it's insane. I mean, even if they move off Thielen, I think they have enough pieces to win. But the thing is, you know, obviously it looks good on paper, but you have to go out there and perform. So I feel like that's the big thing with the Vikings is they're just not coming together like we would have imagined, I guess, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on here, we got the the Cardinals, the Packers, the Bucks can all clinch a playoff spot in week 14, um, you know, pending a couple things to happen, whether they win or other teams tie or lose um so i mean it's big if you look at teams like the cardinals which coming into the season we didn't even have them in this position (laughs) if we go back multiple episodes and go back and look at our record predictions i feel like we look at this all the time when we talk about (laughs) them too because it makes us look like dumbasses (laughs) it's insane but i I feel like nobody predicted that uh but but the packers I feel like okay, we we all agree that the Packers could all you know potentially make it to the Super Bowl as well as the Bucks. So we're all in consensus on that piece of it. But I feel like the Cardinals is the big piece 
sticking out shock. there. This is a shock, bro. I have them going nine and eight, and I had the Niners win the division at 13 and four. Insane. Crazy how things played out this season with that division for sure. <laughs> uh, so with the power rankings, there is not one AFC North team in the top 10. So how do you feel about the AFC North being your Baltimore Ravens are in that same division? I mean, it's stingy, bro. Like, it, that division's always tough. Even when it's, a, like, having a down year, everyone's still competitive, like you see now. And they're not having a down year. They're just not in the top 10 because people don't know what the Steelers can do with Big Ben. But I'm not going to lie, the last three weeks I don't watch Big Ben. If they need him to go down and score, he awkwardly goes down and scores. Like, yeah. in a no, a no huddle, fast pace, they need him to be a technician and get him down the field. He's getting mm-hmm. him down the field and scores. Or in the field goal range. It's the weirdest thing I've seen over the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been, we've been talking about, like, Ben is slow. Like, he's slowing down. Age catches up with him. And it is. But awkwardly, in that time, when they need him to go down the field, he does he it. Does it. But any other time, it's like, damn, he's showing his age. But the, in that moment, the age does not show. You know what I think it is? Like, with, with a lot of teams, such as even, like, the Big Ben, for example, we're going we're gonna to stick on the Big Ben, right? Yeah. It's crazy how because you want to keep the defense on the heels, right? So if you got a guy like Big Ben that's struggling and you see, hey, he's being really efficient, he's being very productive. We just let him take over. So I think maybe they should do that for the rest of the season, potentially. Um, being that hey, Big Ben looks good when we just let him go out there and do his thing, call the plays, no huddle, hurry up. It looks good, you know, not necessarily like a college pace. It ain't got to be that fast, but just let him orchestrate the offense. And, I mean, he's a vet. He knows how to read defenses. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he can get – he knows what plays to call to get his guys open. Apparently, I mean, he got a, a guy there, Deontay Johnson, who's – I mean, he's – man, he's developing well at this point. And, I mean, he's not dropping passes, which is great for him this season for sure. So, um, this is it's crazy when you think about it because he he he's like you said when we get in that time frame where they need a touchdown like you were saying he gets down the field does it I mean going fast pace would probably be a good option with them they do have young players so it wouldn't hurt yeah. I think the only people that's gonna disrupt is maybe the line you know maybe those dudes get a little tired so you would have to slow it down every then but you can audible you can audible that into a run or a fucking jet sweep to Deontay Johnson so I don't think it would stop too much yeah. Um, with the Bengals, you know, they're firing. So it's kind of strange that, you know, they went and got those offseason acquisitions. Mm-hmm. They're rolling. Uh, see, we already said the Steelers. The Browns are Brown. awkward. Like, don't know. I'm about to have to take out my Super Bowl pick. I held it. I was going to Oh, hold yeah. It I think we... I held mine too. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're getting the boot this time. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> when we, when we do it right before the playoffs. Sorry. Yeah. I got to get out of that. Cause yeah, me too, man. They're making me look bad. Uh, the Ravens. Uh, honestly, I'm shocked that they've got to where they're at right now. I'll talk about it later on, like more yeah, before sure. now. But it's just shocking, especially with the amount of injuries. People are saying, like, everyone has injuries. Newsflash, everyone did not have injuries at the start of the season. That resulted in, like, eight starters at the I jump. I think the only other team that might have, like, be in comp- – okay, I think the Titans is the only other team that's like that because they I mean, use, like, they're missing, so I think- many people. They're missing Derrick Henry. He's coming back too, which is crazy. Uh, Julio. They missed AJ, a lot of people. Like they, they've used, I think, if they're not, I think they've got the record now for most used players during the season. Oh, for sure. Because they swapped out AJ Brown. 
Taylor Lawin, the left tackle they had, he's he's yeah. dope. he's nice, bro. He's been in and out, I think, mm-hmm. after he got injured. Uh, Caleb Farley, number one pick that they gambled on, he's out for the year. I think yep. Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins, been in and out a little bit. Uh, yeah, they had yeah. a bunch of injuries. They, they even the receivers that were backups, like uh, Reynolds. But like, the the good thing for them that is the only better thing than us is that all these dudes can come back. Mm-hmm. Like they're all like revolving doors. All right, well, let's see if we can just get them healthy. Just them injuries and stuff with them, as far as like, okay, Julio Jones a little banged up, put him on IR, let him get healthy, come back. But same thing with like AJ Brown and stuff like that. So I feel like, yeah, the only it's difference cr- with y'all is y'all guys are out for the season, just like y'all just Bro. lost Humphrey Marlowe. Insane, Bro. but we'll get into that more too as well. And then um, you got some some big news down in, in NOLA, man. The, the Saints have lost five straight games for the first time in Sean Payton era. So, I mean, what does the future look like for the Saints, in your opinion? Not at Taysom Hill at quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Taysom Hill was playing his ass off, running the ball, trying to throw the ball, trying to do whatever he could to get a win. But – I don't know if it's about that time. I don't think you get rid of Sean Payton. He's a magician. I don't think it's time for him to go. But I think it's time for you to figure out what to do offensively. You can't just keep piling the load up on Alvin Kamara. You need another receiver other than Mike Thomas. That is so evident. That defense yeah. can't – the defense can't keep holding people, bro. You see it. You see it, bro. It, they can't just keep stopping people and then them not scoring on the other end. Or like, getting, they're not getting any points at all. Ever. It, exactly. <laughs> like, you're – at some point, you have to play complimentary football, and I just feel like the Saints aren't. And it is like, if I'm the defense, I'm like, bro, like, I don't know what else you want me to do out here. Like, and now, honestly, I think they're missing Jameis because they were winning games with Jameis. Jameis was playing decent ball. You know, he had his moments where he looked like, you know, the Jameis that we know. But for the most part, Jameis, you know, was playing well. And then, like you said, you got Mike Thomas, who honestly just doesn't want to be there anymore. So. He's out. He's out for the season. Then you got, honestly, Alvin Kamara has been missing for the past couple of weeks. You think that he's just like, listen, like, oh yeah, my injury's lingering. I don't want to. I don't want to come back because we ain't gonna do. We ain't making no noise. Yeah. Mm, I, if I was him, I'd look. You do that. I'd be like, you know what? I'm sitting. Yeah, we not, to, we, I'm not taking that beating, bro. I'm sitting the whole year. <laughs> no way. No. Insane. What? Three, four more games left. Three more. I'm not playing. We're yeah. not making the playoffs. I'm not getting banged up. Yeah, I'll see y'all pack it up, roll it up. We out of here. Not yeah, going. it's insane. I think, like you said, the future doesn't look bright if they're going to be relying on Taysom Hill at quarterback. They're just going to be it's, – and it's weird to say. They're going to be a mediocre team with a really good defense. <laughs> They'll be like the Bears. Yeah. They'll be, be like real. the Bears. Yeah. I mean, nah, I don't know, because Mr. Bishop got to the playoffs. So I don't I don't know if it'll be the Bears. Well, I'm saying, like, you know, a lot of talent, per se, right? Defensively, they'll be really good. But then offensively, it's like, yeah, we got talent on the offense, but we just can't string it together. So especially if Taysom Hill is going to be a quarterback, like, I don't know how that's going to work for them in the long run, for sure. Um, using him as a Swiss Army knife is, is the best option for them in Taysom Hill. but. I mean, they're not. There's not many options. They need to honestly just cut Trevor Simeon and try to replace him with somebody else, maybe potentially. Um, I mean, go get Philip Rivers. Go call him and then have Taysom Hill as a Swiss Army knife. 
I don't even know if you can call him if you don't get another receiver next year. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we're just going to have this man feed the ball to Mike Thomas, taste Hill at tight end because you guys don't have a tight end, and then Alvin Kamara, like, I wouldn't even call him. You, you're going to probably do what Indy did, get in the playoffs or post a good record and not get in the playoffs. Like, I'm not. I, it's not paying to keep coaching. He's a good coach. It's not yeah. time to turn the page on these coaches. Like, he's a good coach. He's won you a Super Bowl. He's going to have to find another quarterback. That's the big dilemma for them, which is yeah. why they don't look the same. That he got to swallow. He got to swallow his pride and realize Taysom Hill ain't it. Like he, I don't. I remember hearing these wild ass comparisons. That Taysom was better than Lamar. Taysom was better than Cam. Taysom. Mm-hmm. Was, no, bro. There's he doesn't even. He barely looks better than Tim Tebow. I mean, I take him over Tim Tebow, but like at this point, it's like, damn, bro. Hey, my like, boy I Tim went to the playoffs. Now I don't disrespect my boy. Boy, Tim hit the Steelers with that stunner, boy. Stone, <laughs> stone cold stunner, boy. I was deep hey. when I saw that happen, bro. T- Taysom, and let's not make it seem like Taysom didn't come into a good situation because they were playing good ball and they were winning games when when Taysom stepped in. It's just I, I don't fault him, though, because they, they be using him in four different ways, bro. He'd be on kickoffs. He'd be playing tight That's end. That's true, too. That's he'd go true. run the ball. Like, you know, like, do you want me to play quarterback or do you not? Like, and – they need to be up front with that. Like, is he going to be the backup quarterback or are you going to keep using him like a Swiss Army knife? If you're going to yeah. keep using him like a Swiss Army knife, go get two quarterbacks. I'd bring back Jameis, get another quarterback to back up Jameis if it's not Trevor Simeon. Okay, and then from there, you got Taysom as a Swiss Army knife, still go snag another receiver, and maybe you honestly can get Odell because he signed a one-year deal with the fucking Rams. I mean, they could have potentially went and got like a – even if it was short-term, like a Mariota – or potentially like been like, hey, if y'all not serious about Garoppolo long term, let's get him over here. So I mean, yeah. I feel like there's a couple pieces, a couple options for sure. I think if if the Niners move off Jimmy next year, which they can, I don't know if they will. If they do, that is definitely an option. Jimmy definitely. Garoppolo next year is probably going to be a hot commodity because the draft doesn't seem yeah. like he has too many quarterbacks coming out exactly this year. Uh, you know about the Watson thing. Number Watson's going to be the First person, first quarterback off the board, whoever can get him if everything legally. Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. Gets solved. I wouldn't even be surprised if the Patriots, like, keep Matt, but double down and try to go get Watson. Like, they're like, you know what, let's add him and then figure out what to do. I wouldn't there. be mad either. I ain't going to watch him. <laughs> I, do, I do that quarterback battle all day because it gives me two different people, and one's on a rookie deal. Yeah, I mean, definitely. you probably would have to include Mac in the deal, but if you got somehow the Texans were stupid and we've seen it, Maybe you could get him and not send Mac, but if I'm uh if I'm, I'm a fifth rounder, <laughs> yeah, man. If, if I'm New Orleans, if I'm New Orleans, man, I'm I'm trying to get Jimmy G for so that honestly that would be a great pickup. And if you think about it, look look at the piece that they've had for so long. You look at Drew Brees, the type of presence that he brought was, you know, a guy that is you know smart, but a guy that also does have that accuracy. A guy that, you know, a pocket passer. And I feel like, you know, that's what Sean Payton has been used to for so long. And I feel like Jimmy G could bring that aspect to the Saints for for sure. And I think with Jimmy G, they could definitely be a contender and win some games in uh, New Orleans for sure. So now you got the Dolphins who have won five straight games after starting one and seven. So do you think they could potentially pass the Bills? Because we're not even going to mention the Jets here. They they have no fighting chance at all. <laughs> uh, I don't think the – I don't know if they can pass the Bills because I don't think the Bills are bad. Before we – like, you know, we're going to talk about the Patriots' loss. Yeah. 
in all reality, could have won that game. And the games they've lost, they could have won. And they, they're super talented. They're, like, probably the most talent-healthy team you can have. Uh, they're missing Tredadius White. He just – they just lost him for the year. Yeah. But they're pretty healthy. Like, they're a running back, maybe a line – a tackle away from being, like, spectacular, even without yeah. having a, a dominant, overbearing pass rush. Like, the, the safeties they got, that duo is insane to have as yeah. a duo. I think that's an elite duo. But I don't see the Dolphins. If the Dolphins top them, though, they better stop shopping Tua. Like, if, if Tua and them boys somehow slide to the playoffs – there's absolutely no way I'm getting rid of two next year. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going to get Watson. <laughs> if we, they don't rip what five straight, right? Yeah, five straight. No, well, if Tua gets them boys in the playoffs, I ain't gonna lie to even, you. I, even if he get us to the playoffs, if I got if I can get Deshaun Watson clearing all allegations, guess what you're gonna have to give up to get Watson though. You know what I'm saying? Yes, t- no, don't get me wrong. Check me out. He gonna do more than what Tua does in that offense. Two hundred percent. But you going to gut something on defense, something on offense, and some picks to get that man. So are you, are you comfortable with that? And do you have the cap to go sign dudes to come to Miami? And then I mean, people got- are honestly going to want to come to Miami. They're going to want to play with Deshaun Watson. Then you got, hey, like a guy who was disgruntled, like, a oh, Xavier Howard. Tua and Xavier for Deshaun Watson. Uh, maybe you don't have to yeah. give up no picks. Or maybe nah, you give Tua in a pick or two. If Deshaun Watson somehow is innocent from these allegations, that price of being like three first rounders or four first rounders. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get that, honestly. Like, I don't know what they're on over there, but I promise you, somebody like the Jets with Zach Wilson, you won't. How many first rounders? And they got the ones from the Seahawks? Yes, pack it up. Listen, but trust me, if that was to somehow happen, that man is not playing. Like, if he goes to a team like a New York, that man, listen. I don't even know why y'all wasting y'all time. <laughs> and he gonna pull a he gonna pull a Gronkowski, a rock. He gonna pull a Gronk and say, "Listen, I don't know why y'all trading me. I'm retired." <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, a couple years ago when we were about to deal Gronk to the Lions and Gronk. I remember that Gronk is like, "Nah, yeah, I'm retired. Yeah, I'm retired." Hey, and that's how he ended up staying with us. That he was just like, "Listen, I don't know who you trading because I'm retired." <laughs> so the the move on here, we got. A big game this weekend for the Broncos. I feel like this is a really big game for the Broncos to try to prove themselves, you know, worthy of being competitors in this division. And they just wet the bed again. And although you do have, you know, a young stud finally getting a load in Javante Williams, who, like, they've been kind of, like, using him sparingly, you know, so far throughout the season. And once he took over the league back role this weekend, I mean, the man was balling. And, however, the Chiefs, you know, yet again, have beat the Broncos. And after that win, they beat them 12 straight times. Maybe on 12. I didn't even know that. 12 straight times. So, Patrick's team picked off my homeboy too, bro. Oh, the, th- the crazy uh, part is that defense is what has been winning them games. Like, that offense still has been looking like they're struggling, turning the ball over, a little sluggish, whatever you want to say. But they're winning. And against the Broncos, they're 12 straight. So They need a quarterback, bro. I like Teddy B, but Teddy B, they got too many weapons on offense. Like, And I feel bad for low-key Melvin Gordon because he done hopped around and he gets there. Javante Williams is taking that starting role. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you can put him behind him because he's so young and he's versatile. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I, I, I see them probably trying to trade for somebody next year. Uh, I don't see Aaron leaving Green Bay after this year. Even how good it's going, I don't see him leaving. So there's that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh, Jimmy G, maybe you know, if the Saints don't bargain something for him first, I don't know because I don't think there's gonna be that many. I mean, Russell, the Russell thing that we were talking about. If Seattle still, somehow, that's still a possibility. That's still a possibility. They got weapons, bro. I know KJ Hamler's out for the year. Jerry Juju's got it from injury. They just signed Cortland Sutton to a big deal. They got no. He ain't been getting the ball either, and I'm like, bro, y'all sign this man, bro. And he start. He's playing good. Come back from the injury. Yeah. Too. yeah, They got no. They got Noah Fant, the other uh, young tight end behind him too. They're deep at corner in the secondary is ridiculous. Yes, they got they got Bradley Chubb. I don't. There's no way, bro. That team has a lot of talent, and the line's not god awful. Like it's, it's it it, it needs work, but it's not. Yeah, I mean they, they just they probably do like you say they need a quarterback that can. Go out there and make the plays that Teddy is not going to make. Because Teddy, he's not necessarily going to lose you the game, but he's not going to win you the game either. If, if Teddy was still on the Saints, he could get the Saints to the playoffs. That's how I feel. Yeah, he could. He could because he can manage it. And that's what they need. They need a guy that, hey, let, we're going to get the ball out quick. You know, quick yeah. slants, quick outs, the Broncos, things of that nature. The Broncos in that division kind of need somebody to like win them games. Yeah. Like, in that division. Because the Bucks division, like, the Saints somehow that defense can beat Tom. It's, it's weird, but somehow they can beat Tom. So we already know they're gonna beat Atlanta. They're gonna beat the Panthers, but they somehow can beat Tom, which gives them <laughs> the split of being able to split to get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So, I and then but then maybe they only need Teddy because they have James. So you bring James back, you get like it's just it's crazy, bro. The fall off. Yeah, the Broncos are – they're definitely, like you say, in a weird spot because, you know, and then you have a, a team in the Raiders that can also keep the Broncos last in that division. Um, and it's crazy because the Raiders, you know, continue to win games, lose games. But, you know, they're always decent. You know, they're always a team that's like, man, Derek Carr is putting up good numbers, everything. Yeah, then you have the Chargers who – you know, coming off a big win against the Bengals this weekend. Um, and, I mean, that, that division is very competitive. And, you know, the, for, for this Broncos team, I, I don't know what it's going to take. You know, they haven't been the same since, you know, Peyton new, pretty new, much. New coach for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Big Fangio got to get gone, bro. He got to go. <laughs> he got to yeah, go today. It's time for change for sure. So, now we, we've made it to the halftime segment here. We're going to have Keith provide us with, his top 10 of the week, man. Let, oh, let yeah. us know who you're rocking with this week, Keith. For sure, for sure. You know, I got people on Twitter. I got my boy Blake. He's a Steelers fan. He's upset where I put TJ Watt. I got people <laughs> on. Big shout out to him, though. That's my boy. I got other people on Twitter. They're upset with this top 10. Let me know. Highlight me on Twitter. Make a top 10. A lot of y'all upset. You can't even make a top 10 or count 10. Anyway, we're going to keep it pushing. Y'all know the same <laughs> deal. One through five, I'm going to give you the stats. Five through 10, no stats, just name. Uh, 10, I got Tom Tom Brady, Tampa Tom. Loki, I think this man might get uh, MVP. I don't know what he got going on. He <laughs> keep putting up insane numbers. And I feel like he's purposely doing it to get, get make the push for MVP. He's probably going to get it. You know, he has thrown a couple of interceptions. I think the age is going to be a big factor, too. It's like this yeah. man is still doing this. Bro, like it, 40, like, wait a minute, it, you know? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It is impressive at his age. But then the only thing is you got people like Kurt and Aaron that are kind of doing great and not turn over the ball. 
Yeah. But Tom, Tom's winning games, so that kind of bumps Kurt down one. But Aaron's winning games, so it's like, okay, well, he's not turning the ball. But yeah, Tom's letting it fly. That's, you know, that's nice. Uh, I got two at nine. I got eight. Javante Williams, the Broncos rookie. He's having a – he's a rookie, yeah. He is, he a, is rookie. a rookie. Yeah, he's having a ball. I, there was a Miles Sanders sighting in Philadelphia. That was crazy. I got him at seven. Uh, Man, big disappointment got, this season. <laughs> boy, I got Jordan Hicks at six from Arizona, but he was all over the field. Five at Chris Godwin. This man had five, 15 receptions, bro, 143 yards. How in the hell? I, bro, he's like – he plays so strange. Like, it's Listen, physical. they was running routes on air out there. <laughs> had bro, to be. 15 receptions? Bro, they use him as, like, everything, bro. He, he's in the – he runs between routes, deep routes. Yeah, jet sweeps, sweeps, bro. Yeah, he can do everything. And he's super physical. The only thing is he'll turn over the ball. Like, he'll drop it. He'll drop the ball. Like, he'll yeah. fumble it. And he could, like, rein that in a lot. Boy, he – like, he, I don't tough. see him – Yeah, I don't see him next year being there. So, he's going to get a ridiculous – That's why pay. it was big for them to retain him because they knew out of all the guys that have the potential, we want to keep everybody. We know Chris Godwin's going to be the guy out of the door. And I feel like he was going to be the guy out of the door if they didn't franchise tag him. and. It's showing how big he was for this team, especially now with all the injuries as well. And that Tom Tom really relies on Chris Godwin a lot. And you see 15 receptions in a game. Like, you see how heavily he relies on Chris Godwin, how much faith. Because, you know, with Tom, like, hey, if I go to you, you run the wrong route, you drop the ball, I'm not going to you again. And Chris Godwin is a guy that he consistently goes to every game. I think it's because the aggression after the catches, you know, much like Gronk or just like, you know, getting extra yardage. It's nice to see, but he is definitely out of there next year. Uh, yeah, Tampa fans, sure. I'd enjoy it. Maybe y'all can get to know Super Bowl. I don't think so, but if he just has a good year for you, you know, you get some autographs, get to see him in person, that'd be dope. <laughs> but that man, if he don't leave next year, I'll be shocked. Cause somebody like, I'm trying to think like where a, a big payday could come from. I, I'm not even going to say the Ravens because, one, I don't want the Ravens to do it, and, two, we ain't even got the money to do it. <laughs> but, like, Tam, or the Patriots maybe? He, I think he's from up north. So, I mean, I think that was a, a potential this offseason before he was franchise tag. You look up, like, a team like that, uh, not the Bengals. Maybe the Steelers with those young dudes because Juju's probably gone next year. He could be a force up there. He'll be there. And then you have Deontay Johnson, uh Chase Claypool, that'd be insane. It would Look, be nice though. I wouldn't want to see that. Uh, <laughs> trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. He, there's definitely spots. Maybe the Niners with Debo. Inch, yeah. boy, I would. And Brandon Ayuk and George and Kittle. Kittle, that'd be nice. OBJ, boy, be if OBJ leaves the Rams or if he goes to maybe Green Bay, try to contend nah. with them potentially. Uh, I like Robert Woods. I like Robert Woods a lot, so I want to see him hopping over there and make the uh, receiver room too crowded. But uh, next, at four, I got this man, T.J. Watt. He, like we were saying, he's an animal. He really, I mean, you could probably put him at above the next person I got, but I think four or three is a good spot for him. Six tackles, three and a half sacks, forced fumble. He was super disruptive. We saw him on the last play. The man is, he's a game changer, honestly. Pittsburgh is lucky to have him. They got another defensive player, and arguably he's probably going to get defensive player of the year. And then three, (laughs) they paid him too. He yeah. took the deal. He took the deal in the offseason, and his agent wanted them to hold out because he could get more. I see why his agent said that because he definitely could have got more. Exactly. But- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Pay that man. Restructure. Pay that man. Oh, I get why his agent was saying that. But uh, you got Kirk Cousins. Uh, a lot of people are mad at this because he went 30 for 40, 
340 yards, two touchdowns, one fumble. He didn't win the games. People were like, why are you putting him at three? Because his numbers, even though they lost, look good. Yes, he fumbled. But his <sighs> accuracy and his QBR, I didn't check his QBR. I think I checked his rating. It was, like, it was higher than Tom's. So it's insane that he's putting up these numbers and they're not winning. Look at the games. weapons, bro. But they're I'm not t- winning, though. That's what's insane to me is that they're not winning. To me, it's not insane because that offense has always been insane. Like, if you look That's at it, even true. they had Diggs and Thielen, it's not crazy for it. I just never understood how he couldn't go down and get a touchdown for him if they needed. That's what I never could understand. About. I get if the defense is letting up points, but say you get the ball yeah. back, like you with those weapons of Dalvin Cook, you should easily be able to march down the field, get two downs. Be like the thing with him is that like they have opportunities, but Kirk just does Kirk things like. The man would throw the ball in the stands instead of giving Justin Jefferson a, a chance to catch the ball. Like, bro, throw yeah, the ball. Give this man an opportunity. You you throw the ball in the stands? It's like, weird because teams like like Lamar, I feel like should do it a lot. Like, if nobody ever throw that bitch in the stands, bro. But because yeah. we ain't we ain't got nobody about to challenge somebody for like he got two people that are gonna do it, bro. Like he's gonna make crazy. some incredible catches, and we all know Justin Jefferson is gonna make tough catches as well. So Give him an opportunity to catch the ball, bro. Exactly. Speaking of jet life, I got Justin Jefferson at two. 11 receptions, 182 yards, a tub. This man Oof. is insane, bro. And then at one, one of my favorite tight ends, if he could stay healthy, I feel like he'd be better than a lot of people, honestly. Super versatile. He's in the top, what, four discussion. You know, Gronk's obviously one clear. He's probably going to go down as a goat right now. Yeah. Travis, is, Travis is on his heels if he can keep going. I think Kittle, if Kittle could stay healthy, he's that dude. I got him at one. Man had Man nine, went off. nine receptions, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Goodness. The crazy thing is, I think Travis, out of all of them, is more elusive. But I feel like Kittle is as elusive as well, and he'll run through people like Gronk. I feel like Gronk yeah. is not elusive at all. He just somehow awkwardly gets some He breaks tackles, yeah. And breaks a bunch of tackles. And Brady knows where to give him the ball. And he's Nobody want to hit that man. He's yeah, sick. he's physical at the catch. Uh, and then after the run, he's he's just running over people, like you said. But kill runs over people. He's elusive. Runs good routes. He passes. He pass blocks if he does, yeah. he's not going out. And then his run blocking, bro. This man will pancake someone with yeah. a smile on his face. Just hello, and just drive you back. <laughs> and just it's crazy, bro. So. Yeah, I definitely like George George Kittle as well as being like a a grunt like tight end because, like yeah. you said, he'll do it all. Like he don't mind blocking. You know, if he's not getting the ball, okay, like that man. Like, he likes there. pancaking people. You know, in the run Bro, game, and then when his time comes, yeah, when his time comes, man, he gonna do the dirty work. He gonna get the catch. He gonna get some yards after the catch. Seek the contact. He does it all. So, bro, it's crazy to see. He'll literally go out there and catch two catches as long as they win, and he got to pancake people. He doesn't care. He's like, oh, he's whatever. He's like, yeah. all right, I did, did my job. But yeah, that's my <laughs> uh, top top ten of the week. Honestly, that's a. A jersey. I'm about to ask Dan to get me next. It's the Kittle jersey. I'm, I made a list of jerseys for her to get me. It's so funny. I sent her a list. I'm like, hey, I want these jerseys. So we done knocked off some of the jerseys. <laughs> the Kittle one up there. So I know she don't listen to me. Yeah, so for she, sure. She want to know what to get for Christmas. <laughs> so moving on here, I'm going to provide y'all with some interesting stats on the Bucks. So it's crazy to see, you know, the Bucks are first in point scored. With you know Tom Brady leading the charge, man, he he's leading the league in passing yards as well. So to be at you know his age and to be leading this the charge with this Bucks offense, 
it's just, you know, it, it's it's crazy to see that, you know, he's still playing at an elite level, you know, as he is. Um, and then also you can see they have some sort of balance as well because Fournette is also uh, 16th in the rushing yards. So, you know, more. yeah, there, there's some balance. And then, you know, he does get some passes coming out of the backfield as well. And then another guy who's familiar that we were just speaking on as well, Chris Godwin is fifth and had in receptions. Um, I think he had like 85. I was like, bro. It's crazy because these stats are like some people's years, games. Like they'll do this in a year. But then you got to think they added the extra game. Yeah. Dudes have been throwing the ball. We're not even a, there yet. Bro, dudes have been throwing the ball at a ridiculous rate, I feel like, this year. Like, I don't know if it's like maybe I'm just seeing things and thinking they're throwing the ball more than they've done in previous years. But I feel like the ball's in the air like damn near every play. It's insane. And to see the numbers guys are putting up already and we're not even, you know. We're not done yet. Yeah. Yeah, we're not even to the 16th game, which you're saying like, you know, they added an extra game. But it's like guys are doing this within like, oh, if the season was still 16 games, they're already putting up great numbers within that 16 games. And then you add that 17th game and it's just like, okay, that gives these guys the opportunity to really shatter some records. But then obviously going forward. It's going to be the new normal to have the 17 games. Guys are going to continue to do that and break records. So it's going, to, I mean, gotta, it's going to be interesting to see. They got to bookshelf these records. Uh, like, I'm shelving it. This year, these dudes set new records. Like, because the 16 games, I'm cutting the records. I'll keep yeah. the playoff records where you can shatter those still. But I, there's no way. Because some of those records those dudes caught, like uh, the Sanders record, the Emmett record, like those dudes did yeah. in 16 games. You add another game. Yeah, I think you have to, like you say, you got to shelf those. Like, hey, when we had the 16 game, this was the record. Like, boom, this year, everything this year should just be a record moving forward because we're moving to 17 games. Like, whether it's from, oh, interceptions, touchdowns, rushing yards, passing yards, everything from here. Like, oh, Tom Brady's going to set the record passing yards for the 17-game schedule with, oh, 6,000 yards or whatever it might be. Like, okay, that's the record. This is year one of 17-game schedule. And then you got Jonathan Taylor, who's probably going to have the rushing yards record for the 17 games. So, Bro, you know. Imagine, imagine Henry come back and start snapping. I think he ain't coming back to week 17, but he's, what, insane. like eighth in rushing right now? No, he's like, not even. He's like third or fourth still. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Even after he's missed a couple games at this point. It's just it's insane to see. That jersey's um, on the list, too. So now we are moving on to the, the fourth and five segment here. So you want to go first with your with your Ravens, or you want me to? Hell no. Nah, you can go first. <laughs> Hell no. Nah, I don't want to go first, bro. Oh my god. So I'll get I'll get the cussing in this pod short, boy. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring up some interesting facts, which I'm sure a lot of you know the, the listeners and viewers have you know paid attention to and I'm sure have heard numerous times already. So the Pats win and Mac Jones only threw three passes. It's insane to even see that. And then that's the fewest pass attempts in a win since week three of 1974 and it was actually the bills which is crazy that was the last time they did something like that which is crazy right it's all right and then you have <laughs> hey hold on you know what's crazy the bills mafia is, is, is an okay fan base right they're not bad bro they are they, insane bro they waited so long to start beating up on the patriots and tom left and you think they start beating up on the patriots <laughs> 
I feel bad. It's bad. And it's crazy. You want to know something else as well? Because we know yeah, what? Cobb owns the Bills, right? Guess yeah, who they, they play this week? Oh. TB12. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy? Fun fact. Random thought of the day. I didn't know Antoine Winfield Jr. is only like 5'9", like, yeah. uh, like Diggs from Seattle. Yeah, he's 5'9", yeah. Boy, man, if y'all start throwing the ball over these dudes' heads. <laughs> I, but they're nice. Like, yeah, yeah, he, nice. he got their baller for sure. And then, it's okay, crazy. also the first team to win with fewer than 20 yards since week 16 of 2016, and that was the Panthers. And we only had 14 passing yards. But I feel like uh, watching the game, I was ready to see Matt, you know, especially once we got the winter back, I was ready to see him pass the ball a little bit. But I was like, as I kept watching, I'm like, okay, well, we're successfully running the ball, you know, averaging four and a half yards a carry. I feel like, you know, the bulk of our yards came on that, you know, Damian Harris long run. But I feel like it was demoralizing to the Bills. Like, we know what you're going to do, and we just can't stop it. If you but saw that, uh, that they had 10 conference. guys in the box, pretty much. Nine, 10 guys in the box the whole game. You saw that press conference with Mika, uh, Mika Hyde and uh, I yeah, the safety, Mike Hyde, and uh, Jordan Poirier. They were heated, and I, yeah. I was, they were they had a right to be heated. How that reporter said the question to them, because yeah, I, sure. probably, I probably would have cussed them out and unclipped my pads and dropped them right then and there <laughs> and, and been ready to I go. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't even like it was like embarrassing. It shouldn't have been embarrassing because we only scored fourteen points. I don't think it was honestly embarrassing for them. I think it was just more embarrassing. Like, yes, they packed the box and those dudes were rushing and they couldn't stop it. But they didn't let up a lot of points to that. You know, like That's Jonathan, what I'm saying. Only Jonathan 14. Taylor's ripping off yards and getting, like, four tubs, three Same tubs. Derrick Henry, too. Now, that's embarrassing. You get what I'm yeah. saying? The fact is, is that their offense couldn't score. It, they they had opportunities, said, multiple opportunities. Like we said earlier, not playing complimentary football. And people are bringing up the digs drop. Bro, if y'all zoomed in on how the ball was traveling, bro, the yeah. ball was – Terrence, would you have caught that? Honest. It, it would have been tough. I, I ain't going to lie to you. I probably would have caught it. I got a lot of faith in you catching the ball. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I got plenty of faith in you catching the ball. That was tough. Bro, if you see this man's head on the swivel trying to locate the ball, that should have told you right then and there that ball was yeah. just – The wind was like 20 miles per hour with like 50, 60 mile per hour gushes. So – you know, for the normal people that might not, you know, have played football in their life or anything like that and just it's watching the game, bro. it's like, oh, he should have caught that. But me being a receiver and, like, outside of being a receiver, like, think about that. Like, this football traveling through the air and then you got 50-mile-per-hour wind that's just from left you know, to right that's moving the, the ball like this. The crazier shit is that Josh Allen threw that bitch hard enough to get it to him, bro. Yeah. It was on the money too, low key. For, was, hey, for those conditions, lie. that was a that was a ball. That was a ball. He for those threw people. it a dagger to him, bro. And that's the thing. Like, if I'm Buffalo's defense, I'm not mad. Even if I'm the offense, I'm not mad. But the offense is missing a running back, bro. Situations it's just like demoralizing. That, I think it's just yeah. demoralizing to know, like, we know that all you've been doing this whole game is just running the ball, and we just can't stop you enough to win the game. And they're a better team. Overall, from top to bottom, I I picked them. If you lined up their roster on the sheet of paper and told me who to pick, but the Patriots as a unit are just playing insane. Judon's getting pressure. JC Jackson showing up. Remember early on in the season, we're like, where's JC Jackson? Yeah, he's showing up. What I really Matt, like, what I really like, like, and I don't mean to cut you off, is that oh, go ahead, go ahead. 
we didn't have to show much either, though. Like we ran the ball, but honestly, we kept we were running like the same plays and they were working. But we didn't have to show much, especially for a Bills team that we're gonna have to see again in another what three weeks because we got the bye, then we got the Colts, yeah, and then we got the Bills again. That schedule's real, real weird how it works for some teams. Like especially really us, like you're going to buy, you played this team before, you're gonna play them again. Like exactly. the Browns, uh, Brownies are gonna run a zero blitz. I already know, but keep going. They're gonna but zero blitz coming next week. We, we didn't have to show much, and that was my thing. Is okay. Well, I like that because. From our passing game, you know, coming down to the home stretch here, we didn't have to show much because this Bills team, we're going to have to see again. And then, you know, thing, a lot of things are going to look different as well, whether there were guys that were missing that didn't play in this game, as well as the conditions as well. So we know coming into the next game, we know the Bills going to air it out. And, and the thing I feel like, too, with this game, which I feel like why it played out the way it did as well is because you got – the Bills, right? And it's crazy to see, right? The Bills aren't necessarily built to play in Buffalo because they like to air the ball out. And then you got these blizzards, 50-mile-per-hour winds, right? But the Patriots, it don't matter what the conditions is. Belichick going to make you get out there and practice. You're going to have 100-mile-per-hour wind, blizzards, rain. It don't matter. Belichick makes them practice in all conditions. If the Bills just had a running back, they just need a, a running back, bro, like a force. A running like, game. They need a running yeah, game, period. If they, if they had that, it would have been so different for them. Like, I, that, no no offense, they they beat you guys with a running because they stopped throwing the ball like dumbasses that feel like they got to do it. You got Josh Allen making the same mistakes that all these young quarterbacks keep making, and you look at the father time quarterbacks, they just not making them. Like Exactly. They're, they're scrambling, trying to do a little backyard football. And the thing is, Nobody has a problem with it. Remember, like, I bring it up. Like, I brought it up last year when Lamar would do it. Even Mahomes do it. Like, that's terrible yeah. football. Like, even though they're pulling their shit off, like, it's kind of terrible because you're going to get used to doing it. Like, you yeah. see with Russell, when Russell gets too many sacks, it's because he's used to just running around. It's like, oh, bro. I'm I like, think it's going to be a different game next time for sure because. Oh, it's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be a lot different. I'm not even saying different because I think Mac's going to play bad. I think Belichick did the smart thing by not risking Mac hurting his confidence, even if he didn't – like, throwing the ball for three attempts, getting a win, I don't even care, bro. To me, it's not a big deal. Just yeah. when, Lam- when Lamar don't throw that bitch 20 times and win a game, y'all need to keep the same energy. Like, nobody got a problem <laughs> with that, Mac, bro. Because I didn't watch Lamar do it where he don't throw the ball a lot. And people are like, oh, you should have – no, they won. Yeah, bro, we, shut we up, ran man. the ball, I think, 46 times. Which yeah. Is insane. Yeah. They won. Shut up. It doesn't matter. Like Exactly. I'm, he got the win. That's good. And they played team ball. I think next year when they if they go on free agency like I'm thinking they're gonna do and go get a receiver, oh next year you're gonna see that man cutting loose. And I'm not saying he's gonna play great. Yeah. But if you look at people's sophomore years, like Lamar's sophomore year, Mahomes sophomore year, Kyler Murray's is this Kyler's sophomore? No, no it's like it's his third. I think yeah. it's junior, yeah. But people's sophomore years, this is Herbert's sophomore year, has been up and down. But I think Max sophomore year, you get him receiver. In that system, it's not like he's going to be throwing the ball. It's crazy because, like you say, everyone has been looking for Max. Oh, he's a rookie game, you know? And And he ain't going to have it in that system. It's crazy to to think that because everybody keeps waiting and and they were thinking this week that, oh, he's going up to Bill's Mafia, you know, and it's going to be so loud and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like he didn't even have an opportunity to have his rookie game per se. Like, oh, he looks like a rookie. 
you know? They're going to have to play a team that is unstoppable. And they just played one that should, should have been putting up points. But, the you know, the weather's an issue. If they go play yeah. a team, and it's not going to happen to the playoffs where they see a team that could probably put up numbers, they just going to chill. And even if Mac plays bad, it's not going to be the end of the world because he's a rookie. Like, yeah, I, don't honestly, know what, yeah. I don't know what people are thinking. I don't have them get to the Super Bowl. I mean, you might, and they're playing good, but I still don't have them. Like, I didn't, I didn't pick us to go to the Super Bowl, but now it's starting to head towards like people are looking at, oh, the Patriots it's a real the possibility. Yeah, yeah like, the Patriots are possibility. I mean, to we me, are the number one seed in the AFC, which is crazy to me to, to think at this point. We're the only team with nine wins in the AFC, which is insane. So, yeah, to me, you can do it. Like, it's possible. I just don't see it happening. If Mac have his game and show he a rookie, it ain't in the world, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it's bound to happen. I'd rather it happen sooner than later. Like, I'd rather you do it in the next three weeks than we get in the playoffs yeah. and you do it. But Bill's not gonna let it happen. And the way that defense is playing, they're gonna sign J.C. Jackson this offseason or tag, we better. tag him. They're gonna bring, we better. bring in some more. Yeah, they're gonna bring in some more talent. The running backs are all on rookie deals, so they ain't gotta worry about none of that at all. It's, I mean, it's it's nice to see. I don't. People always have a problem with the Patriots. I don't really got a problem with the Patriots. I mean, I'm just tired of seeing them win, but I ain't got, a, <laughs> I ain't got no like bone to pick with them. That's like even with Tom, like I don't really got no bone. I don't like seeing the Bucks win. Like I don't really care yeah. about the Bucks. But that's just because their fans just aggravate. <laughs> it ain't even so much the Bucks themselves; it's just they fucking fans. So, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel you on that for sure. So we got the the Ravens averaging 19 points over the past five games. So. Like, do you have a reason for y'all offensive woes or y'all struggles? You got an so, hour? Huh? You got an hour to spend, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Look at this. <laughs> you got an hour. Look at this. People don't seem to understand this. I'm going to put it in context or try to get dummies to understand it, but nobody's going to understand it. If you take away someone's starting left tackle, you trade away their right tackle to slid over the left tackle to Kansas City, so – so he's no longer there. Your guards are banged up. The rookie you drafted, Ben Cleveland, is banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, your right tackle, all of them are banged up. The one you got from the Steelers, I can't say his name, Bill Nueva, he goes yeah. left tackle. The right tackles are banged up. Lamar, we already knew the issues with the receivers. How do you want to play him? Mark Andrews is his favorite target. People damn near shadow Mark Andrews. They know he's going to get the ball. They played 10 yards off Hollywood because for some reason – if you know people are going to play Hollywood like that, mm-hmm. it's, the Chiefs do it great. They'll run bubble screens or little screens to Tyreek. Like if you, go, you line up off 10 yards off that man, they're like, okay, bet. We're just going to throw a screen or he's going to come in for an in, which I don't know why we're it's not It's insane. There's something like that I can think of that maybe y'all could potentially use, like, like using Tyreek Hill as an example or that team, the Chiefs, as I saw them as well because, you know, like you say, they use those little quick screens, right? I saw Tyreek Hill run the same thing. But then you had, uh, I think it was Robinson run like run a little, just like sit route. So instead of throwing the screen, you know, they're running up for the screen, throw it right behind them, boop, for the sit route. I was like, oh, that man, like the enemy and and um Andy Reid, man, they be coming up with some, some they be coming up with some schemes for sure. But yeah, you can continue. I was just want to throw that in there. No, yeah, that's a smart point though. I do the math all the time. You play me in math, bro. I'm running dummy routes all <laughs> over the field, but something like that with free dudes up. But dudes ain't getting no separation, bro. Like yes, Sammy shows up in moments. But then there's moments where he does not show up, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, for and sure. He's, he, he's a veteran, so it's like, bro, like, what are you doing? These dudes <laughs> they still aren't getting separation. I don't know what the offensive coordinator got going on. He got to go because they everybody's running a zero blitz at him. 
the Browns mm-hmm. with Miles Garrett. I'm like, you know, next week, or I think we play them in two weeks or so, because I think we play the Packers next week. Who knows? I didn't look at the schedule. I just know it's Packers, <laughs> Browns, Steelers again. To end the right? season off. Yeah. yeah. They're going to run a zero blitz. Miles Garrett and Javion Connie is about to figure out how to get to him this week. And mm-hmm. they're going to get to him. And they got good corners back there to run man coverage against. Yeah. Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom, the rookie, mm-hmm. are fast enough to kind of not stride for stride stay with Hollywood. Yeah. But back up five yards and not get toasted. So for you sure. got that happening. But Lamar's just trying to do too much. He's trying to make up for everything they ain't got. And that's the problem is he knows that his defense can't go out there and get a bunch of turnovers. There's no yeah. Marcus Peters. Sean Elliott is not out there hammering people. Even though Chuck Clark just laid the wood on mm-hmm. Dante Johnson, there's nobody Boy. out there. Boy, crush that man. And <laughs> Deontay Johnson just got up. I was like, damn, bro, I thought he was about to be wild. Yeah, it was he, crazy. He just got up. He was like, all right. But that there's no chance that a big play turnover happened. Marlon mm-hmm. Humphreys wasn't punching the ball like he was last year. So now Lamar's looking at it like, okay, I got to score. Or I got to, you know, get a big play yeah. for us. I think that the big thing too is Lamar hasn't looked like Lamar. Like Lamar will, in a sense, like he's taking sacks that I know for a fact in the past he wouldn't take. You know, he would have took off. Yeah, he would have been gone. And I feel like he has to get back to that type of ball. Like, and he can't necessarily worry about you know what people are going to say, and just focus on we're winning games or you know it's productive and we're winning. And I feel like he has to get back to that mindset. Um, just, you know, and I don't necessarily think that he's worried about what people think as far as like him, oh, just sitting in the pocket trying to find an open guy or whatever. But um, I feel like even like, you know, from watching the games and stuff, like say, like he just a lot of plays that I know for a fact Lamar would have made. Like he's not looking the same now. Yeah, he's missing routine throws. Him, Josh Allen, Mahomes, I don't know what they got going on. They missing throws that like they really shouldn't be missing at this time and point. Like yeah. all of them, either one of MVP or MVP candidates, front runners. Like, why are y'all missing these throws? Like, you shouldn't be missing them. None of them dudes should be missing them. Like, whether there's dunk downs, a dude running a five yard out, yeah, like a post. Like, why are y'all missing them? And they're open, or yeah, like you just gotta put the ball right in their hand. Like, I don't understand it. Lamar is definitely playing bad, but then I also get it because he's real and trying to get down the field to score. So he's overdoing it. Like with Josh yeah. and Mahomes. With Josh, I don't get it. With Mahomes, I do because the defense ain't good. Like I kind of get why he does it sometimes. Yeah. And that's how that's just how they play. But with Josh, I'm like, bro, like you got a good defense. Like, granted, you ain't got yeah. a run game, but you got a damn so good defense that will sit on people. Mm-hmm. So just in that aspect, it's just weird seeing Lamar playing so bad. I don't know why receivers aren't cutting these routes to get in his field of vision. Like it seems like Mark Andrews is the only person that does it. Yeah. Bro. If he runs to one side and he's scrambling back there, bro, just get in his field of view so he can. No, see. I'm not gonna lie. It was at towards the end of the game. Mark and I, I can't remember somebody blitz. Are you and talking Mark about and, the two point conversion? You talking not about even the that. It was right before that because because he did end up throwing the touchdown or whatever. But it, he could have got it right before that to Mark Andrews come across the middle if he would have just got it. And just let it go. But oh, he, he threw it short. It. it went. It went behind him. Yeah, and not Andrews, behind him. It went to oh, the ground. I think he was wide open. I was like, he yeah. had to get it. Like, I don't See, know. It's just like his confidence maybe might be shot a little bit. But that was a throw that I feel like it was you know previously up, it, he would have made that throw. It was up the seam, and yeah. Mika came over. But Mika came over last, so I don't know if he was stuck on throwing. He could have. He could have got in there. He could have got that pass in there for sure. 
I don't know if he didn't want to throw it in front and then have Mika snag it, which is a real possibility. But he should have threw it back shoulder or he over the top. Put it right on him because Mark Andrews right. saw it. Yeah, he yeah. saw the, the the spot in the zone or whatever they were running, and he's about to and sit. He got out quick and you know slowed down tempo a little bit because like I'm open, like put it on yeah. me. It Boom, has I can to make be, I can catch the ball and make a play for the end zone. I think it was one of those ones that he was either thinking about leading them and Mika was he knew Mika was sliding over and that's why he paused. Yeah, or it was just a it was just a bad throw. But he like you yeah. said he should have he should have put it on him. Or like mm-hmm. I'm saying, he should have put it over the top on his other shoulder. His yeah. other corner was over there. So if you're gonna put it over the top, you better put it over the top quick. And which yeah. is dangerous because Fitzpatrick is gonna is gonna give him time. So it the only throw, like you said, is on the numbers right to him. That's the only yeah. way to get it to him. Uh, I mean, defense. I agree with y'all. What's the name too, though? With y'all play call being aggressive, going for two because y'all honestly weren't playing that good. So I agree with just, and it was a great play call. It was just. Right off the fingertips, so so close. People people were saying, "Don't go for two. I'm. What do you, bro? They're down to no corners. Marlon Humphreys, uh, Marlon Humphrey was injured. He got injured. Yeah. The we're playing at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had the momentum because they just went down and scored. Yeah. The play call was great. The execution wasn't as great, but the play they ran. The only problem I have with it is that they ran at T.J. Watt. I love the play play. But the only thing is, I'm not running that at T.J. Watt, bro. Like, <laughs> hell, bro. You think people see Aaron Donald and be like, yes, we're going to run this ball right at him. Oh, you know they're not. <laughs> what? And then he's bigger than Lamar. Lamar's only 6'2". I think T.J.'s like 6'4", 6'3". So he didn't see over his hands when he did this. Yeah. And like That's I, insane. I mean, he put the ball up, and it was just right outside was, the reach of Mark Andrews, man. It was – I don't ooh, know it was if, tough. like – I don't know if, like, Mark Andrews could have ran harder, like – like, I don't know what could have happened because I feel like that's the best is he could have threw it, especially yeah. with TJ in his face. Yeah. I'm not blaming Mark for not getting to the ball. But I mean, it was time, a great play call. Everything was great. He just, they just, just had the execution. execution. Yeah. Yeah. Execution. I think there's times where Mark goes. No, I'm good. I ate. Thank you. She asked me if I ate. <laughs> but uh, nah, um, it's just, I, there's times where Mark only puts one hand up and I hate mm-hmm. it. Like, bro, just use two hands. Like, but That, too, because I'm like, ah, maybe bro, he should have tried to catch it with two hands. If he, I feel like he ran harder because I don't play football. I know you even had that where the ball is like a little yeah. too far out there and you just got to run damn like real hard to get there. And, yeah, you put yeah. yourself out there trying to get to it. Yeah. You know what I don't see either? Like, in the NFL, you don't see much. Like, you don't see guys, in a sense, laying out for passes you think they can catch or balls that, like – yeah. They they just kind of like give up on it. Not everybody, but there's like, yeah. For the most where, part, they don't die for passes. They don't like lay out for the balls, and it's like you could have caught that if you would have just laid out for it. And then the other thing is, I get why he couldn't. He couldn't throw. He people are saying why didn't he lead him? Well, Terrell Edmonds was there. Yeah, yeah. So Terrell Edmonds could have closed the distance if he lobs this ball to him. Yeah. Not saying he's gonna pick it. I mean, he can. So it's not unlikely. It'd have been a great play for sure. But he could have made a play on the ball, or he could have stuck the hell out of Andrews. So, really, the ball was in the only spot it could go. Andrews yeah. just had to, like we're saying, just in that sense, you just got to go to it. And I'm not blaming Andrews, but, like, you just got to try yeah. harder. The defense, uh, they were playing a little bit better. But with Marlon Humphreys out, I don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Probably going to squeak in the playoffs, lose, and people are going to blame Lamar. It ain't his fault, bro. Oh, you know he's going to get the blame for sure. Hey, that's get, no blame. He, <laughs> he catching all the blame. It's not his fault. 
we need so much help. It's, and I don't even think we have the money to spend to get help next year like that. And I don't know. I, bro, it's frustrating because people are saying, like, some Ravens fans are just like, oh, like, we should move off Lamar. And it, bro, it has me so mad. Now, that's point. insane. Like, if people are saying this, I don't – people need to understand. Joe Flacco, that year we went to the Super Bowl, didn't play good until it was fucking playoff time. Yeah. He didn't throw an interception, but he had a hell of a defense to not throw an interception. Like, yeah. the defense was essentially saying, don't fuck this up, bro. <laughs> like, essentially, that's what that defense was saying, is don't fuck this up. Yeah. So, he was out there. And then we paid him some buku money that he really wasn't worth. He wasn't worth that much money. He's, he, he deserved to get paid, but yeah. not that much. Lamar deserves to get paid, but in a, in a smaller sample. People are saying, don't pay him at all, bro. If you feel like this man should not get paid, bro, this man's a, a fucking pompano legend. I hope if you guys, these Ravens <laughs> fans, they're saying don't sign him, don't tag him, whatever, let him walk or whatever, bro, let him walk. I'm still going to be a Ravens fan, but I hope he goes somewhere Oof. and fucking shines. Imagine Boy. him in, in that Niners offense if they didn't draft Trey Lance, in the Colts, the Titans wanted to snag him, any other offense. Y'all are saying that, bro? Yeah, he looked, he would look let, insane in a lot bro, of places. Let him leave. Let him go to Tampa with those weapons when Tom retires. You saying don't sign him. Like, what are y'all? Like, I don't understand what these people are talking about. Harbaugh, the only reason Harbaugh still got a job is because of him. <laughs> Bro, I'm, people don't understand that. If they don't draft Lamar, Harbaugh's probably out of there already. Like, we were losing. That's like, true. he's probably yeah, gone. And, I, and Harbaugh's a great coach, but we were losing. Like, he Yeah, y'all were gone. about to fire him. He was on the verge of being fired, but then Lamar saved his job. <laughs> Bro, literally saved that man's job because they did not want to play Lamar. They literally would like they're just like what whatever playing for the last. Yeah, we're gonna let Flacco ride it out, but then it was yeah. Like, ah. I think I think Flacco got injured, so all these fans saying all this outrageous ass shit is just bogus, bro. He does need to play better. I'm not giving him a pass on that. He needs to play better, and I just guess don't play hero ball, bro. Like in one minute they want you to play hero ball, the next minute they don't want you to play hero ball. I don't know the happy medium in it. Yeah, I'd be pissed if I was on the field <laughs> and you were telling me to figure it. Like what's the happy medium? Yeah. I get, don't make dumb throws on those fucking plays you can throw away. Yes. But in those situations where they want you to get down the field and just score, he's done mm-hmm. that every every damn drive for the past couple of weeks. It's just the last play, the execution didn't work. But, yeah, I'm sick of these damn fans, bro. But, I mean, I feel it. like you, you still got a little bit of time to, to try to string together some consistency on the offensive side of the ball for sure. But, Devontae, you know. Devontae Adams about to have a field day against those corners, bro. <laughs> I, I'd be shocked if he didn't. Like, bro, he's probably about to get loose. Y'all finna play cover four the whole game. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, me and you could probably go lace up and play for him. But I don't know. <laughs> they ain't got no damn corners, bro. So I got Avery and we got Avery getting cooked. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> bro, that man, people be blowing by him sometimes. Like, and he's not bad, but it's just we're putting so much pressure on these dudes to be the starting corners because we ain't got no corners. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta start, bro. So now nah, it's just it's crazy, but we need a, a tackle next year. And a, not a, yeah, a tackle, a pass rusher, another corner. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It would have been nice to have his days in Howard, though. Honestly, maybe y'all still can pull him from over there in, uh, in Miami. Nah, we, we, got my, we got a juice coming back. We got my boy Marcus Peters. It just would have yeah, worked for this Marcus year. Marcus Peters, yeah, Marlowe, too. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, ne- never hurts to have a guy like that either, so. It wouldn't hurt if y'all had three guys like that. So it, it's just to me that 19 year was do or die, not do or die, but it was big for them to win that year. Like it yeah. was pivotal for them to win because if they don't win, it's not like it could never happen. But 
within the next one to two it, years it or something. Damn near has to happen next year. Yeah. Because you're gonna pay Lamar and we are <laughs> we already ain't got no money. I don't even know who the fuck yeah. we pay. We pay Mark Andrews, we pay Ronnie Stanley, we pay Brandon Williams. I don't know why, but he had 11 tackles last year, which is crazy. Yeah. And we pay Marlo, Marcus Peters. I can't Y'all think of playing. But, yeah, but I, I mean, can't think of who's getting who's taking big money away other than yeah, like those dudes, you know. Like Lamar's yeah. not getting paid yet. None of the running backs, like Gus got signed, but his, his deal's not crazy. But yeah. hey, we got I think we gotta sign Patrick Ricard, the fullback, this offseason. But <laughs> you know, last time we had to sign a fullback, we let him go to the Niners. Yeah, play the Super Bowl. Open. <laughs> Ball Boy, what I mean ridiculous. It's a lot of things going on in the NFL world. We like to thank y'all for listening to Keith's rant there at the end for sure. But <laughs> hey, check me out on Twitter. You want to see me rant, boy? Oh my yeah, God. get get active with us on Twitter at couplefold underscore with the guys. Oh, we're pretty active on there. We like to thank y'all for whoever's still listening at this point for tuning in and uh checking us out. Um yeah, the cousins got to eat at Wing House. Terrence is in Florida. We got the yes, sir. It was hitting too. <laughs> I ain't a lot of y'all was hitting, but Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This has been a couple of the guys. We out of here. Later.